Welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope everyone's having an absolutely blessed day today, and i got to share something positive with you all. I've been getting a lot of text messages, a lot of emails, all kinds of stuff from individuals that I've known for years that really haven't been that awake, especially when it comes to vaccines, maybe some other topics, but vaccines, as everyone knows, is a very, it's a very much fringe topic now. You have pretty much a total divide on it. And so you either like super pro-vaccine or you're not pro-vaccine. There's not really any gray area in the middle. And I've got multiple friends that I've known that have been, you know, oh, you know what, vaccines aren't a big deal. I got them when I was younger. I'm fine now. I'm in my 30s and don't have any health issues. You know, the, the rigmarole. And, you know, it's sometimes hard to rebuttal that. It is. Somebody go, I got vaccines. I've never had any health issues. I'm perfectly healthy. And I now, with what we've been seeing with Bill Gates and his direct, direct, pathological line on his interviews now, trying to play off and insinuate things and completely sidestep answers and not even answer stuff with direct questions about the safety of this RNA-based COVID vaccine that actually rewrites a small segment of your DNA. I've been getting people that I've known for years that really aren't that awake to stuff. And they're starting to say, Austin, what is going on with this COVID vaccine? This does not sound good. You know, I talked to him years ago about vaccines. And, I, you know, you know some, one of those things you got to kind of tread lightly sometimes because you bring it up. Some people are not responsive at all, and it just turns into a huge conflict. And you pretty much find, you know what? This this is not going anywhere. I've been friends with this person for 20 years. Everybody's entitled to their own opinion. I'm going to speak my mind about it. They're going to speak their mind. And then it's a topic, obviously, neither one of us are going to concede on. So it is what it is. And I've had some of those people, and I've had a lot of emails, too, of customers are saying, hey, I've had family members that won't listen, and now they're starting to wake up on what's really going on. And, I mean, it's the facts are right in front of you. Vaccines in general, even ones that have been very health compromising over the years, including HPV, including MMR, all these vaccines I've talked about for years, they've had to go through three to four to five years of rigorous FDA testing. And even at that, they still have side effects. And we've seen now, and this is what's gotten a lot of people's attention, they've told me, is that we've seen now a vaccine that is not even just like a normal vaccine. It's a DRNA-based vaccine that rewrites your DNA that the FDA has never even approved for human trials, ever, because they did not know the long-term implications of what this vaccine was going to do to human beings. And they turned around and completely 180 allowed Fauci to get involved with Moderna completely skip primate and ferret testing and go directly into phase one human testing, speed this vaccine through at an unprecedented rate we've never seen a vaccine ever push through. And now it appears that they're trying to get the phase three testing of the Moderna going now from what I've read, which is going to entail tens of thousands of people. And then, of course, they're saying they want it on the market in like six to eight weeks. Done. Don't even know if it's going to be approved, which tells me they already know it's going to be approved, including the fact that the Pentagon already signed a $2 billion contract with Pfizer for a vaccine that's never been approved. And a lot of people are saying, Austin, it appears like they're trying to approve this vaccine with the most short-term testing possible before anybody starts showing long-term side effects. And I say, hey, 
I'm just the messenger. I'm just telling you the facts that I've seen, and I give you the intel, and people can figure it out on their own. But I commend everybody, all of our listeners, all of our Health Masters family, all of our friends that listen to this show. What we've been doing and speaking the truth for years now is finally starting to get traction because these clowns, including Bill Gates and Fauci, have played their hand too aggressively, and we've bluffed them now. And we know exactly what they're planning on doing, and a large percentage of Americans who are not even anti-vax or even question vaccines in most cases are now waking up to say, hey, this vaccine does not seem like something any of us need to be getting, especially when you see the absolutely manipulated, inflated, fraudulent numbers they are pushing all over the country, and I've gone about it in detail, so I'm not going to push any further on that of what we've seen down here in Florida and the testing. I told you guys yesterday, they're blatantly saying now, if you get admitted in the hospital and you refuse COVID testing, you will be put down as a confirmed positive. And all of this stuff going on with the riots, unprecedented, nobody saying anything about those as far as social distancing. Now in California, they're implying that a pastor over there that had basically a completely packed church service refused to shut down. They're now saying that they are looking at the option of shutting power off to the church in California. I mean, I don't know if they're going to or not, but that's what they're discussing. And so this is something that I think most people now are starting to draw their line in the sand. And I've had multiple people multiple people I know now that say the mask is the line of the sand for them. This is the end of it. We're done playing the game. It's over with. And I told you guys that on the Hagman show last Friday. I said, this is my line in the sand with this. There will be no more restrictions for me. And I have not followed any, nor will I follow any more of these COVID nightmarish totalitarian restrictions that they're illegally trying to push on a constitutional republic. So again, I thank you for getting the show out there. Thank you for forwarding this information. Thank you for talking to people. That's the biggest thing. Talking to people and speaking your mind and waking people up to the best of your ability. Thank you for that. And other than that, Dad, how are you doing this morning? Oh, I'm doing great, Austin. This is the day the Lord hath made, and I will rejoice, and I will be glad it. You guys are all thinking, wow, Ted's always going to come in with that comment. Well, that's right. That's Scripture. I always try to use Scripture during the show. Why? Because we have to have Scripture right now. We have to realize who the author and the finisher and our perfect of our faith is. And, you know, thou shalt call his name Jesus. He's the Lamb of God. He's the Prince of Peace. He's the Counselor. He's the Good Shepherd. He's the Savior. He's the Redeemer. He's the Deliverer, the Messiah the way. He's Lord God Almighty. He's Lord of all. He's the resurrection of the life. He's the King of Kings. And he is the Son of God. And guys, that's why I do that every single day or try to do it every single day to try to bring this up, especially when I prayed for you guys again this morning. And guys, this thing here's the thing. You know, yesterday I got an email from one of our listeners over in France. And she said the mask police, the Gestapo, or whatever you want to call it over there, just absolutely just as bad as they are here. This isn't a partisan problem that we have in the United States. It's all over the world. I spoke with another friend of mine in England this week, and I spoke to her, gosh, I mean, we talked to her for an hour and a half, two hours, and we've known her for 30 years. And she said it's awful in England in the lockdowns that they have. So we want to believe all the time it's about Donald Trump and politics. It's not. This isn't that. Uh, yesterday, Sharon brought me a videotape of that effeminate sack of methane, soon to probably be a transgender Bill Gates of hell, 
And I watched about five minutes of it and him basically not answering any questions about an 80%, you know, side effect rate and extreme pain. And he just kind of shrugged it all off and said, oh, well, you know, we're fine tuning it. Wait a minute. It's like Austin said, where did the primate studies go? I mean, crap, at this point, where'd the rat studies go? Rats? Yeah. Primates? Ferrets? Yeah. Where are they? You know, we're going straight to phase one testing human beings. Are you kidding me? What are going to be the side effects? Don't ever forget what they did with that Simeon 40, Simeon 60 back in the 60s when they injected that live cancer virus into us and took it via polo, polio shots. Remember what they did with us, guys? Remember what they did? You know, and you know, I think the polio was actually a live oral vaccine. And all those people started coming down with, with, with polio. And you know, we still have people today that are crippled from that. This, yeah, they're doing it again. Let's not forget the swine flu disaster of the 70s, you know? And then Bill Gates was sitting there, and all, all I want to do is punch him in the face. Isn't that terrible? I shouldn't even say stuff like that. That's awful. The guy, the guy makes me want to puke. And I'm like, where did you even – and then you find out his mom was a Federal Reserve flunky, you know, her, when his dad was the president of Planned Parenthood. And you realize he's just another globalist, Rothschild, stooge, cutout, cabalist. And then you find out him and Jeffrey Epstein were best buddies, and – yeah, they got to go ahead and hang out with those young girls. Yeah, he's another one of those. I mean, it never, ever ends. And you go, what the heck? But we got to realize here that, you know, we've got a lot of pushback, like Austin said. A lot of pushback on vaccines now. A lot of pushback on the COVID. People have finally started to realize that the top experts are throwing cold water on the COVID vaccine. They say it doesn't work. It doesn't produce enough antibodies. Even methane gates of hell bill whatever yesterday said well it'll take multiple multiple shots i mean you know the mainstream approach if you don't take the covid i guess to stress highly toxic antiviral drugs and a covid vaccine that needs yearly a needs a yearly upgrade with a booster shot like it like the ineffective toxic flu vaccine all of this stuff is being used to force you into being chipped chipped via the vaccine to rewrite your dna with a DNA vaccine. Yesterday, I listened to a, a gentleman who basically was talking about frequencies and God and energy and all the other stuff that you know that I've talked about many times on the show. And he was saying how this vaccine is not going to be any big deal. I went, what? And I said, this is an RNA vaccine. He goes, oh, this is no big deal, blah, blah, blah. Wait a minute. If you change your DNA to that of human two, of Let's say let's, let's say we let's make it this way. Let's make it real simple. Let's say they give you a vaccine that turns you into a, into a monkey. All right. So now you're the monkey. You're the monkey on a limb, grabbing a banana, swinging around. Right. So you've turned into a monkey because of the vaccine. Now th th this is not going to happen. But I'm just giving this as a metaphor, as an extreme example. Guess what? You now have the mark of the beast. When God looks at you, he does not see Ted or Austin or anybody any longer. He sees a monkey. He doesn't see a human being. He sees a monkey. That monkey ain't saved. That monkey ain't going to get saved. That monkey's a monkey. So when you start changing your DNA with RNA vaccines and you start changing the very fabric of who you are and what you are, it says if you take that mark of the beast that you will not be saved. You cannot be saved. You cannot be redeemed. Now, I personally believe, this is my opinion, and I believe the scripture lays this out, that if they force this thing on you and they hold you down on a gurney and they inject it into you, I believe that that's against your will. And I believe that God's healing frequency 
from him being omnipresent from the cross and the blood of Jesus will heal you. I believe that. That's why I believe they're not going to come door to door and lay us out on a gurney. Now, they may take go to door, and if we don't take the shot, they may haul us off to a concentration camp, to a FEMA camp, to a detention facility, to a re-education camp, until they can try to program us to say, it's okay, take the shot. So you got to draw your line in the sand. You do. I do. Austin does. Austin drew his line in the sand with the masks. You know, I'm pretty anti-mask, too. I mean, I had to go to the Department of Motor Vehicles the other day. I told you that, and I held one up to my nose for a second until I walked in. And I walked in and took it off, and I was did what I needed to do and got promptly run out. That, that, that happened, too, and that happened at the courthouse in Bartow, too, because I refused to wear one side of the courthouse. But see, if we all do at least that, if we do the compliance, like play the little game with them and take the mask off, I'm not telling you to do anything illegal in your state. I'm just telling you what I did. What it does, it creates enough friction with those guys that they don't want to do it. Also, the guys at the front door go, hey, look, this is stupid. I'm not the, ma- I'm not the mask Nazi. I-, I don't want to be that guy telling everybody that we're going to throw them out because of the mask. I don't want to be that guy. This is stupid. So you create enough friction like we did with Walmart last week. It only took a week, a week for Walmart to completely change it. Now we need to do the same thing with Marriott Hotels. Just absolutely, when you go to a Marriott hotel or one of their many, 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 you know, other hotels as they absorb Starwood, then just say to the front desk, I don't like this. I don't like this at all. You know, and force them to make you wear a mask and do, and argue with them about it. And then they're going to realize that the pushback and the blowback and the lack of goodwill is going to affect them in such a negative way that they're going to have to do something about it as far as retracting all of that. Now, while we're talking about health, let me let me do something real quick. This is a Daily Mail article. I'm going to change the topic for a second, go something a little different. Artist David Hockney, who's basically, well, never mind, lays into bossy boots Boris Johnson's anti-obesity, junk food, alcohol, and smoking crackdown, saying you might be lived to be 104 years old, but that won't be called living. You know, he basically is now saying that the government's plan on cutting obesity and making people healthier over in England because of the horrible diet they have there is basically not living. Now, this guy is a heavy smoker. He's 83 years old, and he's just going to go out here and say whatever he wants to say. Now, I'm going to stop here for a second. Let me just talk about this for a second because this is supposed to be a health show and it used to be pretty much a health show. Now it's pretty much a political show. We throw some health stuff in there every once in a while because I know how important it is. So we're going to do that right now. Here's the deal. Okay. And I've, I've seen this over and over again. I have met people that are 70, 80, 90, 100 years old who have lousy lifestyles, lousy lifestyles. And you basically wonder how in the world do they live that long by smoking and drinking and eating junk all their life. Let me tell you why that happens for the new listeners. A hundred years ago, we weren't living on GMO foods. A hundred years ago, we didn't have fat. Thousands of chemicals in our food supply and our water supply that we're being inundated with. A hundred years ago, most people had home gardens. In fact, in Germany, I was there in the 70s, and uh, I was over there at my grandfather's house. And uh, my father, my, my mother, who was trying to settle up the estate, I was over there with my dad, and my, my grandfather died, and he had renters in the house, and they had a huge garden in the backyard. I mean, like, I mean, it was like 70 by 70 feet, which is a big garden. And had all these vegetables and all this food growing. And I said, why are you guys growing food? So they said, well, we learned to do that during World War II so we could eat. And so, like, every, every, literally every house in the entire neighborhood had a huge garden in the backyard. Because they were eating fresh, organic vegetables. Organic. They were putting pesticides and sprays on them. It was all organic. There wasn't any glyphosate. So what happens is when you're young and you have a really wholesome diet like that, 
your mom and your dad feed you organic and you eat organic. And when you're pregnant, you take your supplements and your vitamins and your biotin and your folic acid. And the last trimester, you take extra cod liver oil. All of those things build what we call reserve energy in naturopathic medicine. And what that means is that you get really, really strong from a reserve mineral standpoint. And your body can take a lot before it starts to break down. Here's the problem. You know, the leading cause of death in children age 14 and under other than accidents now is cancer. The leading type of cancer is leukemia. So the leading type of cancer death in kids other than accidents is basically cancer. Now, why is that happening? It wasn't like that 100 years ago. It's because the children are being fed from the womb on on a junk food diet. Mother's not taking supplements. Children comes out, child comes out weak. Children are actually being born with cancer. Just, just a thought to let you guys know that. And, and so the children are very, very, very weak. And so what ends up happening is they have all kinds of health conditions. Now you throw vaccines on top of it. And now you have all kinds of ear infections and tubes in the ears. And all this stuff goes on and on and on and on. Asthma, allergies, lupus, all of this stuff happens to these kids now at a very, very young age because of the onslaught of the immune system. So when you get these old farts like David Hockney, okay, that's what he is as far as I'm concerned, who wants to run his mouth and say, blah, 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 blah. You're not living if you don't smoke and drink and stay drunk. Okay, that's stupid. Okay, that's stupid. Here's the deal. I had so many people when we had the clinic that were dying of heart disease, diabetes, cancer, whose children were hospitalized because of ear infections, because of allergies, because of all kinds of health conditions, because of their diets. The older generation that is now dying off that ate junk food when they were older ate healthy when they were young because there was no junk food. And so their bodies got really, really strong. In England, they have a very high death rate of heart disease, diabetes, and cancer. If you go to England, it's hard to find fresh vegetables. I mean, everything's like deep fat fried fish and chips. It's ridiculous. It's this horrible food there. I mean, I've been there before. It's awful. We, we literally went to the grocery store and bought food because you couldn't eat out in restaurants. I took Austin to one of his friends, Dalton, there many, many years ago. We went around Scotland and Ireland and part of England, and we saw how bad the food was. And we've been there multiple times since then. So when these guys come out and say to you, hey, it's a hassle eating right. I'm 83 years old. Look at me. Look at me. Look what I've done. Wait a minute. Let me tell you what a hassle is. A hassle is laying in the nursing home for six years like my mom did, having them destroy your brain and destroy your health and bleed you out through anticoagulant drugs while you were sleeping and have her die. That's a nightmare. Her last six years of her life was awful. The last 30 years of her life was spent with all kinds of health problems back problems, hip problems, lung problems, smoking problems, sick, bless her heart. I love her. I do. I, I, I believe she's in heaven. But guys, she was sick and she was sickly and she was feeling awful the last 30, 40 years of her life. I'm not kidding you. But she continued to eat junk food, continued to smoke, continued to drink. And guys, here's the thing. Ask yourself a question. Do you really want to be sick and dying of cancer? I mean, I, I, this thing is so personal to me because I've had so many patients that have gone through this. I've got a friend right now. He's got a son who's dying of brain cancer. And, and, the, and the boy's saved, and he's changed his life, changed his diet, loves God, loves every moment he's alive now. He's like 25, 26 years old. But he was nonstop junk alcohol, drugs, coffee, sugar, all the time. And see, it shouldn't take dying of brain cancer to change your diet. Are you listening to me? It shouldn't take 
being impotent to change your diet. It shouldn't take having heart disease to change your diet. You know, I mean, I've seen people who claim to eat clean, who eat junk all the time, who end up dying of heart disease. And one of them was a medical doctor who was in his 50s. I've seen it repeatedly. And you think, what the heck? Guys, let me explain it to you in a very simple way because I know you guys are brilliant. But this is for our new listeners that really haven't thought about this. Your health is your most valuable asset. It means everything to you. It comes to standard equipment for most people at birth to have good health. It's like ordering a car. It comes with a windshield. You don't really think about the fact that you don't have a windshield unless you don't have a windshield. Now it's like, this is awful driving down the road without a windshield. Same thing with your health. You know, you'll go out and spend $40, $50, on a pair of sneakers or go out and eat a meal for $40, $50 at a dinner at a restaurant. But, you know, you won't think about buying a $25 bottle of multiple vitamins. Okay? Even to support the show, our show. And you think, well, I don't think I have to take vitamins. Let me explain something to you. The food supply is so adulterated and so poisoned and so GMO and so chemically chemicalized that it's, it, won't, it won't support health. It'll sustain life, but it won't support health. In other words, you get sicker as you get older and sicker as you get older and sicker as you get older because your body energy starts to go down until finally your reserve energy and death cross and you die. And then the mitochondria stop producing adenosine triphosphate and you die. It's over with. See, this is what people need to understand is you've got to treat your health like a Stradivarius violin that's worth millions of dollars. You know, you would take a Stradivarius violin out of its case and throw it across the platform and crash it across the podium and, and jump up and down and stomp on it. You would do that. You think, oh, it's worth millions of dollars. What do you think you're worth? You would, if you had a racehorse, I had friends of mine who had racehorses. I've still got friends who have quarter horses. You would, if, if, if they had a meet coming up the day before the meet, okay, you wouldn't take your racehorse out and get him drunk and feed him a pizza, okay, and, and get him to make sure he's absolutely sick as a dog the day of the race. He can't perform. You say, why would you do that? This racehorse is worth millions of dollars. Well, what do you think you're worth? We've got to learn to take care of ourselves. Drink, number one, distilled water. Half your body weight in fluid ounces per day. If you weigh 100, 200 pounds, drink 100 ounces of water. If you weigh 100 pounds, drink at least 50 ounces of water. Every single day, drink distilled. It's very, very important because it doesn't have the calcium carbonate in it, so it doesn't build up the side of your arteries. It doesn't have fluoride. It doesn't have chemicals. It doesn't have chlorine in it. That's the most important thing I can tell you to do. Take a really good quality multiple vitamin. If you, want, you either have powder, you don't like swollen pills, we have an excellent powder supplement. Take the capsules or take the powder. But do something every day. Eat an apple every day. I try to eat two apples a day. In fact, I don't have time a lot of time to sit around and eat an apple, so I just throw them in my protein shake. I just throw two apples in there, and that's it. Then you get a lot of fiber, a lot of nutrients from the organic apples. Make sure you wash them. Make sure there's any wax or whatever on them. Make sure you wash them first. And if you have any bad spots in the apple, always cut those out. You don't eat those. And do that every single day. Take your vitamins. Eat your apples. You know, Take your supplements. Take your omega fats, your cod liver oil. I, take, I, I try to take black seed oil and cod liver oil on an ongoing basis. Do those types of things, and then you feel really good all the time. And then when you're 64 years old, you can go in the gym. I was out there with Austin the other day, and he threw 110 pounds on the easy curl bar. He said, what is he, let's, let's do the few reps, Dad. And I'm like, oh, gosh, you haven't done this in a few years. But I grabbed it and did, I think, three or four reps with 110 pounds on the easy curl bar, 64. You think, well, that's because you've been working out your whole life. Ah, that's right. That's the point. You got it. That's the point. The point is I still work out six days a week, five to six days a week. The point is I still eat clean. The point is I still do cardio. I still do all of these things. I still take supplements because I am, understand the importance of it. Because, guys, 
Don't take your health for granted. A few years ago, had an internationally known pastor who was in South Africa, and he called me up, and he had a friend of his who was a billionaire, B as in B, B as in big, big billionaire, thousands of millions of dollars, and he was dying of cancer. He's like 60 years old. And he called me up, and he, uh, his, one of his staff people called me up, and the billionaire was too busy to talk to me. And, you know, he wanted to know what to do to help build the immune system. So I told him, I said, well, it's going to do this, 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 and this. And it was expensive. The freight to South Africa was expensive. And so I said, it's going to cost this. Too much money to build your immune system. I'm like, all right, you're a billionaire. you got thousands of millions. Thousands of millions. It's too much money. All right, all right. I mean, it was, it, was, it was a few thousand dollars. It was like almost a thousand dollars to ship the stuff over there. But it was a few thousand dollars. Too much money. Well, four months later, he's dead. All right. Guess how much of the thousands of millions he left? Yeah, that, that's right. That'd be all of it. <laughs> he didn't drag it with a hearse. It ain't going to heaven or hell or wherever he's going. It ain't going there with him. It's done. It's here. Take care of your health. Treat it accordingly. And I'm so excited that Austin tells me now that people that we've talked to for years and years and years are actually listening and questioning the COVID vaccine. I mean, these are people that went out and shot up their kids and shot up themselves and shot up the... didn't care about all the vaccines they were getting. Didn't care. A lot of them were kind of like, how should you say it? They were providentialism. They, they, were, they believed in God's providence that if I step out in front of a semi-truck and I get killed because the truck doesn't stop, that was God's will. You think, well, what, is, what does that even mean? What, that, some people believe that. They believe if they eat themselves into a grave and they weigh 500 pounds and they die of heart disease or diabetes or cancer when they're 25 years old, it was God's will for them. That's how messed up theology gets. It's not God's will. God's not a child abuser. He doesn't do stuff like that. He doesn't dangle you over hell to see how much he can torment you with it. He doesn't do that kind of nonsense. He doesn't tie a pork chop around your throat, around your wrist, or whatever, tell you you can't eat the pork chop. He tells you don't eat this stuff. It's bad for you. He doesn't doesn't torment his children. He doesn't do that. God's will is for you to have a life of abundance. And I'm not talking about all the material things. I mean, he could do that for you, too, if you believe God enough, and, and you work hard enough, and you pray hard enough. and He'll do all that for you. But the reality is, he wants you to walk in divine health. That's what he wants. All the days of your life, he wants you to have tremendous energy and tremendous output. I mean, how difficult is it for a sick Christian to win a healthy sinner to Christ? It's difficult. It's difficult. I mean, it's very difficult if you're sick all the time and you won't take care of yourself and you got some heathen person working out who basically has this great lifestyle with all of his friends and everything else and but he's really health conscious, and now he wants you to, you want him to be like you, and you're sick and basically in the hospital bed or in bed all the time at home, and you can't do anything. You say, well, I'll be able to witness to him from a spiritual standpoint. Yes, and I'm not saying it won't work to the Holy Spirit, but the point is, you got to think through this stuff, guys. And then when I saw, when I saw this article this morning by David Hockney, he's all mad. It says, you don't have, you can't be, won't be living if you don't smoke and drink and cuss and carry on and carouse and all the other stuff. And I'm like, is that how shallow your life is? Is your life so shallow that without being drunk and without self-medicating with cigarettes and alcohol that you're so unhappy that you don't consider your life worth living? So that's why I wanted to bring that up today. That's a sad, shallow way of living. I've never told you guys not to drink a beer every once in a while if you want one or have a glass of wine unless you're prone to alcoholism. They don't touch that stuff. They'll keep it in your house ever. 
Now, I've never told you to smoke a cigarette. That's bad. Don't ever do that. <laughs> don't, don't, don't smoke cigarettes. But, but, but you know, there are certain things, if you do it in moderation, I, I, like I don't touch pork because of the parasites. I don't want to get a bunch of trichina in my, my body from pork. Forget it. It's not worth it to me because the Bible says don't eat. I don't eat shellfish. You know, there are certain things I just don't do. But having a beer every once in a while is not that big of a deal. I may do that once every couple of years. And see, the thing about it is, guys, don't allow that to start messing with your head that we can do all things now because we've been freed from the law the Bible says not one jot not one tittle shall be taken away from the law until everything is accomplished that means you know eating pork and eating shellfish it really is bad for you God warned you about it in the book of Deuteronomy and Leviticus be really really careful with your diet guys in fact the World Health Organization said the number one cause of cancer globally is pork consumption pork P-O-R-K the other white meat or I should call it the other toxic meat wow you think about it for a second. Remember when? Remember when all those demons were in that one guy, and, and Jesus saw him, and they were he's gonna, they, 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 he was going to drive the demons out, and they asked the demons asked to go into the pigs. Yeah, because like deserves and likes like. The demons were running to go into unclean meat, and they all and even the demons, the pigs couldn't even take it. They rushed down a steep bank and drowned themselves. That's right, thousands of them, by the way, thousands of hogs. Think about it for a second. Even Jesus didn't respect Jesus. Remember, Jesus basically was taught to live under the Old Testament guidelines. Okay, he didn't eat pork. All right, to a Jew that would have been sinning. He didn't do that. See, the, the pigs were out there basically eating up the sewage and the septic tank and the refuse, pigly anything. All right, and, and, the, the, and that's why they're just they're unfit for human consumption. And that's why Jesus didn't even hesitate. He didn't send them into a herd of cows. He didn't do that. Think about all that stuff. Austin, I know I'm pontificating. I've dragged it on. What do you think, bud? Well, no, it's well said because everything that's going on right now, it kind of ties back in exactly what you're bringing. And that's why I kind of want to expand on it while you were saying that. Is that the mindset that we have to go back to, and I've said this before, but I'm going to reiterate this. The mindset we have to go back to is being self-sufficient and taking care of ourselves and taking responsibility for taking care of ourselves and family. This is the communist indoctrination that they have tried to push on the American populace for decades now to make the populace believe it's not your responsibility to do anything. It's not your responsibility to eat clean because you can go to the doctor and the doctor will give you a pill and you'll be better again. It's not your responsibility to teach or educate your children because you send your children to school and the indoctrination camps will teach them whatever they think is best for them. It's not your responsibility to have any type of food or water on hand whatsoever because if there's a problem, the government will come in and save you and give you food and water and protect you because it's not your responsibility. It's exactly what dad has talked about and for the longest time that concept of being self-sufficient was so deeply ingrained in American psyche because you didn't have that option back in the day you know early 1900s there was no oh well you know what I don't feel like going and getting the fields cleaned out or plowing anything or growing crops because you know why I'm just going to go down to the supermarket and use my EBT card, and I'll get food down there. I really don't feel like getting out of bed and working today. No, it didn't exist. It didn't happen. The welfare system has perpetuated this along with big pharma and big medicine who's tried to instill in everybody's minds that they have to go to the doctor to be healthy. No 
those two ideas are directly opposed of one another. The doctor, in my opinion, is there when you have a serious catastrophic event, like you break your ankle and shatter it, and you got to go in and have surgery and have screws put in it. That is an incredible task, and that is something that they are well-educated and well-fit to do. Or if you have something like you get in a vehicle accident and you have a massive brain aneurysm and you have a concussion and stuff like that, they got to go in and release pressure off the brain. Okay, that's you got incredible feats there. These guys are good at. But the concept of what we've now grown into in this country where it doesn't matter if I eat 20,000 calories a day and binge on extra large pizzas and drink diet sodas and I'm four or 500 pounds. If I go to the doctor, the doctor will give me metformin to get my blood sugar back under control. And the doctor will give me cholesterol medication to get my cholesterol under control. You know, we had a customer or a, a phone call yesterday and it wasn't, wasn't a customer. He didn't buy anything. And uh, he talked to Steve and Steve talked to me about it. And he said, basically, he's uh, going, he went to the doctor the other day, and uh, his cholesterol was 450, and his triglycerides were 1400, and his doctor already has him on multiple medications, and he wants to know what vitamin he can take, basically, to get off the medications. And Steve, you know, very respectfully told him, you have to make an entire lifestyle change. There are no supplements that can fix what you're doing to your body. If you've continued to obviously eat and live very, very poorly with the quality of food that you're consuming to get to where you're at now, taking a vitamin is not going to fix anything right now. You have to completely change your entire lifestyle. And we have some supplements we can recommend to you, like the cinnamon extract and the B-complex to work on blood sugar and the cholesterol X and vascular laxant for cholesterol. But if you're really going to sit there, I mean, and, and the reason why Dad has seen this even more than I have, but I've been exposed to it significantly over the last 10 years, you can see in most cases how people live by their overall appearance and their blood work very, very quickly on their, on their lifestyle and their diet and their exercise, very, very quickly. Now, some things obviously vary from time to time, but when somebody comes in and they're four or 500 pounds and their cholesterol is almost 500 and their triglycerides are 1,400, it doesn't take a rocket scientists to realize they're literally binging on junk food all day long because the body cannot maintain that level of weight without significant calorie overload every single day. It's physically impossible. That's why I had a good buddy of mine. He used to wrestle in high school. He used to be actually be a really good athlete and uh, got out of high school. It was kind of the peak of his life. And, you know, I tried to get him into some MMA fighting. He did that a little bit, but it didn't stick. Excellent fighter, very aggressive, very strong, um, you know, but got wrapped up in, you know, just eating too much and drinking and using recreational drugs. And his weight went up, you know, over 300, 350 pounds. And, you know, he came to me because back when I was working out and he came to dad, he's like, listen, I'm trying to get back into shape. Because I was like, you know, 210 in high school. I was, you know, great shape. He's, he's a big bone boy. He's, I mean, he's thick. And I said, yeah, so we knew what you do. Give him, you know, vegetable, chicken, whole protocol. And he called me up like three, four weeks later. He's like, man, he's like, I'm already down like 20 pounds. 
And I'm like, well, yeah, you, you know, you clean your colon out. I said, give it another, you know, couple weeks of this. He said, you're going to start dropping weight. And he would. He dropped 10, 20 pounds. I mean, just bam, bam, bam. I'm just dropping the weight. And he goes, man, he goes, I'm eating like this. And he's like, I'm not really hungry all the time. I'm using a lot of, you know, avocado oil and the vegetables and avocados and chicken and stuff. I feel good. And, you know, he'd relapse and he'd go back into it again. And I, I've tried to help him repeatedly. And, but, you know, it's everybody's own choice. But that's the thing. I personally have seen it. And the excuse that a lot of people have, well, you know, I just like to snack a little bit. No, 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 no. Your blood work and your body weight don't go up that high because you like to snack a little bit. That's called binge eating. And you have to stop it if you want to get your body back in shape. And that's why the cinnamon extract formula, we put that together years ago. Because what it's designed to do is balance glucose levels and prevent insulin spikes under normal eating conditions. And what it also does, because of the chromium and alpha-lipoic acid, it helps reduce the sugar cravings. A lot of people don't realize that sugar is as addictive as cocaine if used heavily. They've used and tried this in mice studies before. When people start getting used to that heavy, heavy, heavy carbohydrate sugar intake, it is such a dopamine trigger, they do not want to stop. They are formally addicted to sugar and carbohydrates. I've personally witnessed it. And it can be a very taxing detox process to come off of it. But again, that's why I tell people when they start on I say, listen, get your diet in line, you know, try to keep it as clean as you can, and if you have to, have a cheat meal on the weekend if you've been doing really, really good. And I said, you know, the first week or two, you're going to detox. You're not going to feel good, and you're going to crave that sugar. Keep hammering the cinnamon extract. Keep drinking large amounts of water, you know, healthy amounts of water. I said, that's another thing, too, a lot of times. People eat because they get bored or because their stomach's empty. A lot of times, if you've already gotten into your calorie intake or you've already had a meal, Go drink 15, 20 ounces of purified distilled water. I promise you, right there. Or go drink a Fit Food shake. That's I love that formula. A lot of people use it all the time. We have the Fit Food Vegan. If you don't want whey, we have the regular Fit Food whey. You know, you're looking at 160 calories. Fill up a 15, 20-ounce shaker that we have. We have the Health Master shakers with little balls in them. I got multiple into the house. I'm always losing them and finding them and all over the place. They're great. Throw in some water. Throw in two scoops. Bam. You got 150 clean calories. You got a good amount of water. Basically, hydrate your system, and it knocks out your hunger immediately. Now, it's not going to keep you as far as sustained for hours and hours on end like a meal. I'm not going to lie to you and say you it will. But if you've had a meal and it's been an hour or so and you still have some calories that you can intake or you're working out a lot and you feel your metabolism speeding up and you basically want to get in more protein, pop a protein shake in. Because that's one of the biggest things that people come to me about is when they start eating clean and start going on the protocol and start taking the supplements and start working out, they go, man... They're like, I'm hungry sometimes. And I'm like, well, I said, A, you cut down your calories significantly, but you're still eating a decent amount. I said, B, the problem is your metabolism is doing fantastic again because your body is exercising, eating clean, and you're working out. So your muscles repair, your muscles are repairing and build more muscle tissue. And I said, they are craving protein right now. I said, so if you got to, drink a protein shake. If you have to, take a teaspoon or a tablespoon of almond butter, organic almond butter. That's loaded with fat and protein with very little carbohydrates, that right there, a scoop of almond butter and a banana will sustain you significantly. And if you need to, throw a little protein, throw a protein shake in there, and you can make that up one meal, and it'll sustain you. And I promise you, bananas aren't going to make you fat. A lot of people go, bananas are carbs. Bananas are incredible.
incredibly effective tools, especially when you're working out and training hard. I love bananas right before a workout because the basically additional glycogen it adds to your body and the energy. Now, it doesn't mean sit around and eat 50 or 60 bananas all day. Don't try to tell me I told you that because I didn't. But using them as a tool like that when you need a little bit more energy when you're carb depleted and you're really cutting down your calories, bananas are incredible tool and they're loaded with minerals. But guys, that's what we do here at Health Masters and we've done it for years and we try to do the best we can to get people healthy and back in shape. And I know sometimes it can seem like a very overwhelming situation because you're like, man, you know, this is new to me. This is a lot of different meals. This is something I'm trying to do. But I promise you, once you get into it and you actually make it a lifestyle habit, it's not that difficult. That's why I tell people, I said, diets are good for short-term burning body fat, you know, an actual diet plan you're trying to do this. But overall, it has to be a lifestyle change. Once you figure it out, if you're not competing or something like that, that's a whole different scenario. If you're competing in bodybuilding and stuff like that, you're absolutely going to go down to your micros every day and measure it out if you're trying to get down to that single-digit body fat. But quite frankly, I don't even recommend that lifestyle unless that's something you really want to do and that's your money that you're making. It's not healthy. I've been there. Dad's been there. It's not a healthy lifestyle. Being in shape, being in a healthy body fat range, being strong, being conditioned, have strong cardiovascular system, that is by far much healthier and much more important than trying to be down to low single-digit body fat. But you can get to that healthy range, and you don't even have to significantly count calories once you figure out your diet. Once you figure out what you need to eat and how much you need to eat of it, it just becomes routine. Okay, I eat a meal here, eat a meal here, and you don't even have to be that insanely strict. You just have to know what you're eating and not go binging on it. And that's another thing like at night. Don't go binging on food at night. If you need a little snack, like a handful of cashews or almonds or a protein shake, by all means, hit that at night. Even a couple whole eggs. I love whole eggs at night. I will sleep like a baby if I eat four whole eggs about an hour before I go to bed. Why? Because it's all protein and all fat. The fat keeps you not hungry, lets you sleep good. The protein fuels your muscles and allows you basically to recover overnight. And so you don't, there's, I'm not a big fan of not eating before you go to bed or an hour before you go to bed. Now, if you really have a weight issue, then you may need to cut that out. But if you're in pretty good shape and you're exercising, eating a meal before you go to bed, as long as it's a very clean meal, pretty much zero carbohydrates, you do not want to eat carbs before you go to bed. That's my stance on that. But again, guys, if you have questions, if you need help, if you're actually serious about getting in shape, eating clean, getting on the right supplements, feel free. Be sure, please give us a call. We'll be happy to help you out. But please, if you call up our reps, and I ask you this as a personal favor of mine, if they're, you're going to call up and you're going to have us help you, we love helping people, please listen. There's nothing more frustrating than us spending an hour with a customer. We put them on a couple supplements. They get them. They call us up in a month and pitch a fit and say, my blood sugar's still high. I haven't lost any weight. Well, how many of these are you taking? How many cinnamon extract are you taking a day? Well, no, I'm taking a few of them. Well, you bought the bottle from us a month ago. How many bottles or how many capsules left the bottle? Oh, no, it's probably three-quarters of the way full. Please, don't do not do me like that. If you're going to commit, I would rather have you commit and do it right. If you're not going to use the products, don't waste everybody's time. But people that are serious and really want to make a difference, we are here to help you. Because mark my words on this, guys, we have something coming to America unlike we've ever seen before in this country. And we're going to need every single person that's able to speak their mind and stand their ground and be able to do what they need to do from a physical and mental standpoint when the time comes. And I don't know what exactly is going to happen. I'm just telling you, you can feel it right now. Something's brewing in the works. 
And the more people we have that are awake, healthy, strong patriots, the much better off we're going to be. Because think about it. Do you, you want to be on 10, 12 prescription medications if crap goes sideways? What are you, what are you planning on doing? You're going to go to the pharmacy every single couple weeks to get more meds? How are you going to do that? What happens if the supply line runs out? We already saw real quick what happened just in a 60-day period of China shutting down and the pharmaceuticals in the United States, the electronics in the United States, the parts for vehicles, for cars, for machines. Dude, it all stopped. And, I mean, we saw it. I mean, it was 60 days. It wasn't even anything significant. It wasn't four or five years. Think about that. What happens if we start having issues with China? Because trust me, China is a fully controlled and operated New World Order Federal Reserve banking cartel. Look at what they do to their citizens. They straight spy on every single thing they say and do and then reduce their credit score to prevent them from being able to live freely if they say anything that the communist government doesn't agree with. They are the poster child for the New World Order. So best believe that China is wrapped up in the, the attempted takeover of this country. And I truly believe they are heavily funding Black Lives Matter and Antifa, both of the terrorist organizations in this country right now that are trying to overthrow and basically do a Bolshevik Revolution 2.0 in the United States. So please, get in shape, get healthy, do the best you can, and speak your mind with what's going on right now, Dad. You know, awesome. The Chinese stuff, you've you got to understand... The Chinese have a central bank that's Rothschild controlled. Just never forget that. And so they're going to distribute information based upon what the Rothschild media in China wants them to put out, just like they do here. It just is what it is. And they want that new world, one world government. That's what they want. And they're pushing that, that narrative for everybody. And we need to understand that. And, you know, in the, the Bible verse, Romans 14, 17, says it so clearly. It says, starting off with 16, do not allow what you consider good then be spoken of as evil. For the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, but of righteousness, peace, and joy in the infilling of the Holy Spirit. Wow. Think about that for a second. So, you know, it's not about getting drunk or eating junk food or eating garbage to try to make you happy. I knew a girl up in Tallahassee one time, and she was always going from one happening to another happening to another happening. And if she didn't have something happening in her life, she was miserable. And she's supposed to be a Christian. Finally, one time I said to her, I said, you know, we're supposed to be filled with the Holy Spirit. It's not a matter of eating and drinking or buying a new house or buying a new car or, or going on vacation or traveling. It's about being filled with the Holy Spirit. It's about the righteousness, peace, and joy that you receive from being a Christian. Why don't you have that? That's a question I ask her. And see, and this is the question that we have to ask ourselves. If it's always about going out and doing things and being you know, needlessly busy and trying to maintain this ridiculous schedule because we don't want to be by ourselves and we don't have any prayer time or we don't want to be alone with God, we can ask ourselves the question why. Now, let me jump back on the health stuff for a second. This is, this is going to be a health show now. Here's what I learned when I turned 40, for those of you who are younger, including Austin, who's 32 now. At 40, you have a massive change in your metabolism. I'm letting you guys know that in advance. And here's why that happens. As you get older, your testosterone starts to decrease. And when your testosterone starts to decrease, you start looking like your pre-adolescent, pre-pubescent pictures. Wait a minute, that sounds awful, doesn't it? But that's the truth. Because you're starting to go back to the hormones at a much lower level than you had when you were at your peak as far as athletic performance. Same thing happens by the time you're 50. 
your metabolism slows down even more. I learned at the age of 40 there were certain things I couldn't eat anymore. At the age of 50, I had to find out there were even more things in serving sizes. At the age of 64, here's what I've learned, and this is very important for all of you. If you really want to lose 15, 20, 30, 40, 50, 100 pounds, you really don't need to be eating before you go to bed unless you do like Austin says and have like an egg or something before you go to sleep. But here's what I found that really works well for me if you really need to lose some weight, lose some body fat. After around 6 o'clock at night, I stop eating. Just stop. And you get used to it. And then right before you go to bed, take two scoops of HGH Stimulate, which really pushes the pituitary gland to release human growth hormone. And you really, really speed up your metabolism. And you start burning fat like crazy. So if you don't eat for four or five or six hours or whatever before you go to bed, then the next morning you get up and have a really good high-protein breakfast. And you have your protein shake. Or if you just want to have eggs, you can do that. This morning I had four eggs a little while ago before the show, straight protein, fat. And now later on this afternoon I'll have a protein shake. Then I'll have a couple of meals of chicken and vegetables. So you say, well, that sounds boring. Well, you know, we go out and we'll get fish and, you know, we'll get, I'll get steak or whatever sometimes. But I just have to be careful when I do that so I don't overeat. Sharon and I almost always split a meal. You know, get an entree, one entree and split it and get an appetizer and split that. And usually that's enough food for two people. And just keep the calorie count down and stay away from bread. Guys, let me tell you something. If you're trying to keep your fat down, your body weight down, your waistline down, bread ain't getting it. All right. Bread's just not it. Now, you can occasionally have a bite here and there, but don't be sitting around buying loaves of bread, munching out on bread every day. It's not going to no. work. It just doesn't work. I'm just letting you know. It's sending the pasta. And plus all that glyphosate if you don't buy it organic. Stick with chicken and vegetables, you know, and, and lean beef, you know, lean meats, fish, you know, wild salmon, you know, you know, grouper, red snapper, orange roughy. All those fish are fine. You know, and you can mix them together. I stay away from rice, too. I can't do rice. But I, can, but I can do the vegetables. I can do about as many vegetables and chicken as I want. And it really keeps the metabolism going really, really, really strong. Now, if you're in pretty good shape already, like Austin is, if you want to have a couple of eggs before you go to bed, that's okay. But if you're not, you're trying to lose 20, 30 pounds or more, try not to eat for four or five hours before you go to bed and drink that HGH stimulate right before you go to sleep. It's amazing what it does. And that, that's what I do. And I've learned... I start slipping up and start eating at six or eight or nine o'clock at night. And what you don't do is what you don't do. You don't sit down at ten o'clock at night with a bowl of ice cream and chocolate sauce. You, that, yeah, yeah, don't don't do that. Don't do that. All that sugar and all that all that dairy fat. And the other thing I try to avoid is dairy in general and milk in general. It really it really makes you pack on weight. I mean, it's a really concentrated food source. So try to avoid that. Chicken and vegetables and good supplements. And just and, and your oils. Don't forget your oils. It also said something very important. Cook it in avocado oil. Cook it in butter. Cook it in coconut oil. Cook it in olive oil. You have to be careful. Olive oil smokes so bad. But just, there's all you know. Cooking the, the avocado oil doesn't do that. All kinds of natural oils that you need to use. And don't reuse oils. If you if you pan fry something, you use olive oil or use co- coconut oil or anything else. Pour the oil out. Get rid of it. Don't be reusing it because when you heat it up, it starts to break down. Really, really important that you don't reuse cooking oil over and over and over and over again. It really increases the carcinogen effect, carcinogenic, carcinogenic effects of the oil. That's why you never go out and eat French fries in a restaurant. Gosh, guys, really? How long has that oil been in there? How long has it been cooking? How many days has it been since they changed it? Most of the time, they don't even change it. They strain it and get all the trash out of it. We keep using it. It becomes very, very toxic. So be very careful how you eat. Very, very important. Guys, I love you. I enjoy praying for you. 
I heard we got we got to pray for a bunch of ladies around the country yesterday. Sharon actually called a couple of ladies up and talked to them, and it was a real blessing for us. You guys are awesome. You know, you guys, you guys are family. I had another guy, Don, this morning, sent me a letter. Said, "Bud, just you know, if you ever need anything, let me know." You know, just just you know, just just guys are just friends. I mean, you're you're you're, you're brothers and sisters in Christ. You know, and here's the thing: if you're listening to the show right now and you're not a Christian, and you're saying. Why is this, this Brewer guy? He's just—he's a Bible thumper, whatever. You know, you know. Here's the thing: I wasn't always a Bible thumper. I, I got saved when I was 23 years old, but I realized that God plus one is a majority. Yeah, because you're in covenant with the Most High God, and you have to understand what God did for you. He gave you life. He gave you life in abundance, and He gave you eternal life. You don't die once you become a Christian. You just change the energy states, go somewhere else. Guys, I love you so much. I appreciate you so much. Thank you for your prayers. Thank you for supporting Health Masters. Thank you for getting your multiple vitamins from us. If you don't get anything else from us, get your multiple vitamins. Oh, yeah, and your toothpaste, too, because I, yeah, I don't want you putting fluoride on your body. I love you guys. Awesome, finish it up. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Absolutely, and also another little tip. I mean, everybody loves French fries. I'm not going to lie. Everybody loves French fries. I love French fries. Don't eat them in the store anymore or places just because I know what oil they cook them in. But one thing, Lana made them again the other night. I absolutely love them. They're basically uh, homemade organic sweet potato fries fried in avocado oil. So she has a little, like almost like a paring knife that's designed for it, and it cuts little wedges of sweet potatoes. Basically, cut them all out, have a big giant pile of them, and then what you do is you get a big pan, put avocado oil in it, fry them in it, drop them right in it, let them cook in it, and uh, pull them out, salt them down, eat them with whatever meal you're eating, and not only are you getting a lower glycemic potato, I should say, lower than white potatoes, much better and healthier for you, more nutrients as well, it's organic sweet potatoes, and they're fried in avocado oil, so it's actually a really healthy meal, so as long as you're not adding a large amount of fat to your other segment of your meal, and it's pretty clean, it really adds a nice carbohydrate fat source to a meal. Now, it's not something I'm telling you to eat if you're trying to lose a large amount of weight, but if you're craving some fries and you've been doing good and you want a cheat meal or you want to just add something to it or you're working out a lot in the afternoon, great idea. That's also, if I'm not mistaken, in our Eat Clean and Be Healthy cookbook that we put together a few years ago. That was a combination of all of us adding in ideas and meals and preps and stuff that we've done over the years into that book. So I encourage everybody, if you want ideas on how to eat clean, that book's great. I mean, we have it, I think, on sale right now. Feel free to call us up or order it on the website, but healthmasters.com. This is what we do. We're trying to give everyone the newest news, I should say, the latest news of what's going on with as much truth as we can physically find out behind it and give it to you guys so you can make your own decisions on what's really going on. So be sure to check out the website if you need anything. Potassium iodine is on sale right now. And also, too, I'm going to do something today. A lot of customers have been asking me about it because people, I guess, have run out of stock. We have we have it in stock here, but we haven't had it on sale in a while. And I know it's an expensive product, the magnesium brain food, but it is probably one of the best sellers we have because of what it does to mental acuity, for energy, also to reduction of muscle cramps, especially if you're exercising a lot or you're out in Florida right now and you're sweating a half a gallon of water outside the day all, all day long. I'm obviously exaggerating, but it's hot. If you're down here in Florida right now, it gets real hot. 
and some magnesium brain food. Everybody's been asking me about it. It's not on product of the week. It hasn't even been voted for anything, but I think I'm going to put it like on a, a 48 or 72 hour flash sale. And I haven't put it up there yet. I'm letting you guys know, but I'll have it up here shortly on the front page of the website and send an email out on it just because I've gotten so many requests over the last week. You guys asked me for it. I try to cater to everyone as much as I can, especially when I hear something in aggregate like this in emails. So I'll throw it up on the website, the magnesium brain food, and I'll see, uh, I'll see what's the best price we can do on it for everybody at healthmasters.com. So again, thank you for the continued support. If you guys need anything, feel free to give us a call healthmasters.com 1-800-726-1834 continue to fight guys as long as we have breath in our lungs and we have Jesus in our hearts we're supposed to stand our ground our convictions that we know to be true and that is no more evident more than it is right now and so again please stand up for your rights the best you physically can right now and you know try to avoid going to places where you know there's going to be some massive conflict that may escalate into a violent conflict like going to Black Lives Matter terrorist riots that's not something I would recommend going that's not the place to stand your ground all you're going to do is get in a fight but other situations especially when it comes to you traveling freely on your way and trying to live your life and people trying to intentionally stop you from doing so, that's a different story. So again, please speak the truth. Sign up for our free weekly newsletter. Forward the show out there. Wake as many people up as you can. I mean, we see it happening left and right. I mean, New Jersey, they just, but the SWAT raid basically went in and raided a New Jersey gym because they were open, even though the government told them they couldn't be open. They arrested the owner, arrested people inside. I mean, what are we coming to in this country right now when we see the numbers having to be so manipulated and so inflated in so many areas that they have to lie about the testing and lie about how people die and lie about how many percentage of, you know, 100% that people are testing positive. Really, ask yourself a question. What is the reason behind this and what is the real motive? And are you going to allow yourself to fall into the lies that they're pushing? Just my two cents on it. I appreciate you guys. Thank you for the support. Have a great, blessed, safe, awesome night. And we'll talk to you again tomorrow as always.